From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Press Cast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. You have Alex Miller and Jake Weiss here. I am Travis Brown with the Eagle, and we're going to break down the Texas high school football season that was for the Brazos Valley. There was one state title winner in Franklin, another that made the state finals in College Station, and a lot of other really good seasons this year. Guys, how's it going? It, it has been a long, long 17 weeks, three months, however long it has been. It's probably been longer for the players and coaches that are are actually a part of the games but for for us it's it's been a journey it's been fun you know i get to we get to do a lot of cool things in this job and and i i personally love covering high school football it's a blast and uh we certainly had a great season here in the brazos valley jake first season covering texas high school football how was it for you yeah it was a lot of fun uh from the first scrimmage to the last game a lot of fun i yeah i wouldn't trade it for anything else also first state title games experience state how did yeah. you enjoy the the scene up there in arlington i enjoyed it i told alex um you know i'd been there once before when auburn and oregon played back in 2019 and i told alex you know hey maybe we'll see an air stars born moment and uh, i feel like that it delivered so we did see that everything went right once we didn't get kicked off the field for having the wrong pass here. so <laughs> that certainly helped and you didn't have one of the seasons I covered, I want to say it was like 2010, 2011, you had that video that always pops up of the runaway golf cart that was yeah. just taking people out. <laughs> I was on the field when that happened. Everyone was screaming, and you're like, what's going on? And it was just a pylon that got fallen, fallen on a, 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 a gas pedal. Anyway, back to the Brazos Valley. We have some superlatives to hand out this year. Uh, let's start with Alex, and let's start with a, the best team, and B, the runner-up. I, I think I know where you're going to go with this. Yeah, best team, It's it's got to be Franklin. They're the one team in our area that won the state championship. It was their second consecutive title, back-to-back titles for the Lions. They were undefeated, win streaks up to 32. They did all this, by the way, after moving up a division after the realignment earlier in February. And they were number one in 3A Division One pretty much the entire season they started number two coincidentally behind brock who they beat in the state title game and they were number one the rest of the year i mean it was pretty much wire to wire as the franklin lions were the team to beat and they got the job done because they're the best team in the browser valley travis yeah well it says on the sheet runner up oh yeah uh my runner up i'm gonna go with burton okay okay so uh, you know Jake and I, we talked about Burton a lot, especially in the playoffs when they had that shutout streak going, okay? That Red Dead defense, Jake, (laughs) didn't allow a single point in the first four games that they played. They, they, They shut out their first three opponents. And was it Granger that got seven? It was on what? The kickoff kickoff return. return. It was on the kickoff return touchdown. So technically not on the defense. Still gave up seven points. You know, of course they got thumped by Mart in the state semifinals. But uh, those Panthers were really good, man. Coach Huddy's team, they they were really good. Delvin Gant, really good player. Uh, had some other studs on that team. So, you know, pretty successful season for, for the Panthers. Next year, are they going to be coming back for Red Dead Redemption? Yes. Oh. yes. Video like game that. jokes. Oh, I like that. Video, Video game jokes. Jake, your best team of the, uh, the year. Yeah, uh, similar to Alex, Franklin. They went to state. They won the title. Job completed. Franklin. What about that runner-up? Runner-up. Uh, I actually went with the other team that went to state, College Station. They didn't come away with it, of course. They didn't win the title, but went to state. In my book, 
two successful years, so best team and runner-up right there. You know, I'm, I'm going to do flashbacks to my time covering state. And in 2010, I covered that Alito team winning the state title behind one Jonathan Gray, who set mm. the uh, single-season se- record there for, for uh, in the state of Texas. Didn't realize it. He was on the sidelines. He's yeah. a coach yeah, at Alito now. Yeah, he's assistant coach yeah. at Alito now. Yeah. So a uh, lot, lot of championship pedigree not only in the players but the, the coaches there uh in alito most surprising team jake you go first this time yeah i'll go with uh, milano uh, i thought they had a really good season it was their first playoff game this year in five years so pretty pretty good start for them good year for them uh, they went six and four two and three in district was which was good for fourth in their district um i looked this up i actually did some did some research before we came on uh this year's season was it's their good most for you, wins. Since you're a reporter exactly <laughs> uh this year's team was had the most wins since 2017 so really just you know broke a lot of streaks this year you know that playoff game win streak just really good year for them i'm sure they wanted to go further of course in the playoffs they lost in the first round but good season for them and caught me by surprise alex i'm gonna go with burnham uh Great showing in Danny Young's first season. Made it to the third round. Lost to the eventual state runner-up, PNG. You know, Rylan Wooten, he was a fun guy to watch. I mean, he just made play after play after play. Got to see him when they played Brenham. Uh, Over 2,300 yards passing, 27 touchdowns. He had over 1,300 yards rushing and 16 more touchdowns. First-team all-district quarterback. He's the only quarterback in Brenham history to throw for 2,000 yards and rush for 1,000 and. I don't know if y'all know anything about Brenham, but they have they have a storied history and so ice cream. To yes, ice cream, baseball, and Cub football, <laughs> and Cam Newton. So <laughs> yeah, a very impressive season by Rylan Wooten and just the Brenham Cubs in general. And you know, this is a team that they had potential the last few years, and I think just didn't quite live up to what they could have achieved. And, and this team certainly did. You know, they had Montgomery Lake Creek on the ropes when they were playing for that district championship game. They had PNG on the ropes there in, in the third round playoff game. And so, you know, a really a really good season for the Cubs. You know, Jake, you mentioned that your runner-up best team was College Station. I think in a way, College Station could have been maybe a surprise team because, you know, the Cougars had to make it happen week after week in some pretty sticky situations to get all the way to the state title game. And what was so impressive was that the guys that that stepped up for them in certain positions, I mean, you think about Aiden Martinez-Brown, even Arrington made it a quarterback on defense. Jaden Bellows had a really good season yeah. coming up uh, this year as a junior. You know, we'll get into some of those guys there in a minute, but – I was so impressed with the way that they were able to respond because two gut punches to start the season. One, you lose your all-state running back, Marquise Collins, and then you go and get just just stumped against Lucas Lovejoy to start the season. So, in a way, I think College Station could have been a surprise team as well. Yeah, uh, let's start with Alex. Most uh, best player, excuse me, best player and the runner-up. Okay, this might be a little controversial, but... I'm going with Jaden Jackson from Franklin, okay? And it, and it's hard to pick from him and Bryson Washington because they're just both so good and their their numbers are so, like, ridiculously close. It's kind of mind-boggling. But when push came to shove, especially in the playoffs, Jaden Jackson was often the guy for the Lions. He was getting the rock. He was, he was making the plays. 
and he was he was getting the job done. And so he was named the offensive MVP of the state title game, rushed for over 100 yards, and uh, had the only offensive touchdown for them in that game. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he led the team on the year with over 2,200 rushing yards, and he had 32 touchdowns. So, I mean – I think he was the best player on the best team for, for our area is, this is year. Is it that controversial to go with the offensive MVP of the state title game? <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe not, but uh, I don't know. If Coach Fannin's listening, he might be like, well, Alex, let's have a little discussion now because that guy Bryson Washington's pretty good, and I'm curious if Jake's going to pick him well, potentially. Well, that, that is, that's evident in the fact of how they played that state title game. I think the oh, first yeah. pass was in – the fourth quarter was yeah, it? Not? It was, it was yeah. on a third down. It was on that last drive of the game. The they had to get the third the down conversion to to get set up the game winning field. And goal. so running the rock that whole game, Jake. Let's hear yours. Yeah. Uh, well, Alex didn't give his runner up, did you? You you go first oh, okay. on your player. Uh, my best or my best player. A uh, little bit of a recency bias, and I know we just watched him, but I'm going to go with the Lido quarterback Haas Haney. I know it's a little tough because it's not player here from the Brazos Valley, but. Man, I was really impressed with him in the title game. Uh, didn't really know this going in, but he used to play wide receiver, kind of made a switch over to quarterback, and, man, he did it with his legs and his arm uh, in that title game and just really impressive performance from him. And his name is Haas. That, that is very true, actually. That is an all-state name. That guy was really stinking good. Yeah. I yeah. mean, College Station had a really good defense and – they had no answers for him. He was that good. Just just for the sake of the listeners, do you have a Brazos Valley best player? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, yeah, so I, to get back on Coach Bannon's good side, <laughs> I'll go Bryson Washington. <laughs> there because, you go. Because, man, I just really was impressed with him. I watched covered uh, the first two games, playoff games of Franklin's by myself, and then I covered, you know, the last couple with Alex. And just every time, you know, I know Jaden and him were kind of, you know, the one-two punch, but, you know, Bryson to me was just real impressive all year I mean there'd be times where I I kind of felt like I'd look down at a stat line and go oh he, he's just playing okay and then he'd be like oh he's already got over 100 yards on you know nine carries and you know two touchdowns you'd be like oh wow he's just making it uh he's just making it look easy he he might have had the performance of the seat like single game best performance okay you go back to the middle of district play they're playing on the road against Lorena. This was one of like the games of the week in the whole state, okay? You have defending state champ versus defending state champ, district title implications, and Franklin's on the road. And what does Bryson Washington do? He rushes for like 300 yards and six touchdowns, and they go and beat Lorena by two scores at their own place. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's re- it was really hard for me to pick from Bryson Washington and Jaden Jackson because both of them are just so special. And I, I think if you polled anyone from around the area, I think if anybody picked either of those guys, they would be valid in their opinion. Jake, was Bryson your runner-up? No, actually. Okay. My runner-up is Jaden. Oh. Spoiler there, yeah. I know we already See, talked about him. So, so there we go. Yeah. So confused. Hey, I just want to pause real quick. Give me, give me your sheet because if, if you want to like get a visual representation of what's <laughs> happening, we have the, the very laid out and, and uh, you know logical reasoning here, and we have the beautiful mind of Jake Weiss just kind <laughs> of all over the place. So uh, that's kind of the visual representation of what we have going on here. The pen uh, also, by the way, ran out of ink, so <laughs> I didn't get to finish all my notes, but... I love that. Alex, runner-up. Yeah, my runner-up, I'm going with Paxton Hancock from Centerville. I mean, he was he was on the cover of our preseason uh, football tab, and he, he, he ended his time at Centerville as just an all-time great over there for the Tigers. I mean, 
over 2,000 rushing yards, uh, 111 tackles. He was the district MVP. You know, they they had a tough they had a tough time against Timpson there in that third round playoff game and came up short. But he, anytime you watch that kid play, he was so special and so good on both sides of the ball. Just a just a good dude, and uh, I mean, there's a reason why he won the MVP in that district. To kick myself in the shorts, I did I did no preparation. For this. <laughs> you just handed me a piece of paper. And I, I yes, and I showed. I up, did. So that's that's. I'm that's glad on you're me. doing your job, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, most surprising player. Uh, it's got to be Aiden Martinez Brown, right? I mean, I mean, coming into the season, we had Marquise Collins as the guy to watch. I mean, if if he would have played. The odds are we're talking about him being the best player. And the fact that he didn't get to play at all and the fact that the College Station Cougars made the state championship game meant somebody had to step up, and that guy was Aiden Martinez-Brown. He wasn't even the starter until, like, the middle of the season. Jake went and did the math when they beat Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. And just the season that he had and, you know, just the way that he grew, you saw in that first game against Lovejoy that – Okay, this guy's got potential. If he if he can learn this offense, he's going to be a good player for the Cougars, and that's exactly what happened. He grew into himself, and you know he had some really good guys around him. Uh, heck of a coaching effort uh, by Stony Pryor and his staff to get some of those guys up to speed, uh, and and they really peaked at the right time, and including Martinez Brown. Jake, most surprising player. Yeah, I went with Aiden as well, but I'll throw, just for the sake sake of it, I'll throw out another name, too, that I think deserves some love in this category, and that's uh, Tony Hamilton, the oh, College yeah. Station Cougar. Uh, played both ways, defensive back, and he also played some running back. Uh, we didn't really see him run the ball, though, until, man, I mean, Alex, do you, it was pretty late in the year. Yeah, I mean, he started running the ball, I want to say, the first time he started running it that I can remember was maybe against Consol. Yeah, I was gonna say, it was pretty late in the year when they started using him kind of both ways. And, I mean, he really he really did his job on the ground. Him and Aiden and Zach Dang, guys like Zach Dang, uh, they just kind of formed a three-headed monster in that backfield. I know I've talked to Alex about that before, but just uh, really just impressive stuff from Tony. I think uh, maybe before the state title game, or maybe state semifinal, no, uh, state title game, I, I kind of did some crunching of the numbers, and uh, I think he had a touchdown he had like a stretch where he had a maybe one or more touchdown in like every playoff game or maybe even the console game might have been when that streak started. He was just on a really, really high streak in the year. Just real impressive with him. Jake, what was the best game you saw this season? Yeah, best game I saw this season, uh, I went with the regular season option. I went with College Station uh, Cougars win over Leander Glenn in double overtime. That was the homecoming game. Uh, going into that, I mean, there was a lot of teams here this year I had to learn about, but uh Really didn't know anything about Leander Glenn, so kind of the clash of styles there was real interesting to me. Leander Glenn, uh, kind of similar to Franklin, they just run the ball. College Station, you know, I'd seen them enough that at that point I, I knew their style. But uh, no, I mean, I didn't expect that game to go into double overtime. A little nervous about the deadline, was worried if I was going to make our, our de- print deadline. But uh, yeah, just a great game, great atmosphere, it was homecoming, just a real fun game. Alex, you've seen a fair amount of games so far in your career. What was the one that stood out this year? Man, I wrote down four because I couldn't pick <laughs> one. Uh, He's also not good at making choices. Franklin Brock, I mean, what I mean, what a game to win the state championship mm-hmm. on a walk-off field goal. Uh, College Station Smithson Valley was kind of an instant classic. Franklin Columbus, I mean, if, if Franklin doesn't have that drive against Columbus at the end of the game, they don't get a chance to play Brock. And... We talk about 
how, you know, what could have been for Franklin. And so that drive that they had against Columbus to win the game was certainly a huge moment and what a what a thrilling finish to that one. And uh Centerville Mart early in the season. I, I think I said that earlier in the season on the podcast. That was that was just a great game between two really good Central Texas teams and it it was just fun too being out there because I mean it, it's two A football but the stands were packed. I mean you had so many you had so many people from a, each town with maybe a thousand people in it and I mean there's probably two or three thousand people at the game so uh, that was a really good one. Mark came out on top twenty one twenty. I think one of the things that makes high school football what it is is you got you have these moments you have these these moments these stories these um, really close up. I, uh, uh, storylines that you can see in, in, in games that make it so special. What was the best moment of the season, Jake? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is an easy one for me. Uh, Got to go with Rudder. Uh, Rudder linebacker, Trey Samolas, two touchdowns against uh, Colleen Chaparral. Um, for him, it was a big game. I mean, um, I know Rudder didn't have too many highs this season. They only won two games. Uh, I think this was actually the second game they won, all, second game, uh, win, second win of their year for them. But uh, for him, it was a big game. He had two fumble recoveries and returned them both. I know Colleen Chaparral was in their first year of playing varsity football, so you could kind of make, you know, you might be able to say, well, you know, of course they're going to have some troubles with the snaps, but still, heck of a performance from him. And what made it even more special for me was, you know, talking with him after the game, you know, he, he was real humble about it. He was trying to just thank as many of his teammates as he could, shout them out. And something I didn't know about until I talked with Coach Ezar as well was that, you know, Trace had been benched a few weeks before, uh, I believe uh, in the game, uh, man, who did they play to start the year? Willis? Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, Rudder played the, Willis? Willis was week one or week two, yeah. Yeah, week two, and he had said, you know, hey, he had a little bit of trouble tackling, you know, so we kind of, you know, we made him more just of a backup, and, you know, he came in anyway and, you know, had those two touchdowns, kind of earned his starting job back, and, you know, kind of really submitted that with that performance. So just a real special night for him and just the Rangers in general, and that was a real fun game for me to cover. Alex? Mine's got to be Harrison Robinson stuffing Smithson Valley on fourth and goal, the last play of the game. I mean, what what a sequence of events that led up to that play. And, I mean, if if you talk about who College Station's best players on defense are, the list will probably start with Harrison Robinson. And so it was pretty evident that Smithson Valley was going to give it to their big tailback safety who was carrying most of those pivotal carries. And, I mean – they just met head up at the one yard line and Robinson won. And to see see the whole sideline just tear onto the field and you know, you feel for the Smith and Valley players, I mean, even their coach just inconsolable. I mean, so close to winning and I mean it would you talk about a game of inches, that that came down to one yard and uh, fortunately for the Cougars, uh, they, they were the ones that made the play. I'm going to jump in here and have a little fun with this one because I have – I mean, first off, I mean, that Franklin field goal to win state. Oh, in, yeah. In, in so many uh, of the lower level, the non-5A, 6A, you can have teams sometimes that they're going to go for two and they're going to pooch kick it every time because they just don't have a kicker. Well, well, think about Franklin. They lost two years ago. Uh, when they miss the extra point against Canadian. Exactly, exactly. So you got to give kickers love especially in the high school game, especially when you get that game-winning field goal because game-winning field goals aren't as much 
a part of the high school game as it is the college and, of course, the NFL game. Uh, also, got to give a little love. I, I know Tim Buchanan up at Alito has won plenty of, uh, of, a, of state championships, but you get Claude Mathis at DeSoto and Reginald Samples uh, at, uh, at Duncanville who both get their first state title long Pretty, pretty legendary careers, especially uh, Reginald Sample um, to, to get there. And, and then uh, South Oak Cliff goes back-to-back um, winning state title games there. Um, a lot of good stuff's happening, especially Reginald Sample, longtime coach at Skyline, was really close when his son was the quarterback, uh, who's now who has been a coach at the L.A. Rams, now is going to go to Arizona State and was one of the hottest assistant coaches out there right now. Uh, but they were so close those years. It was back with um, – uh, they were had, had to go heads up against South Lake Carroll and uh, Kyler Murray and Allen <laughs> in, in that time frame. And so good to see him get his hey, state title win. Southside was the realist this weekend at the state football championships, <laughs> Travis. certainly was. Um, all right, so let's look to the future to close this one out. Alex, what's the team you have your eye on heading into next season? I'm going to go with A&M Consolidated. Uh, one, I'm really curious to see who they're going to hire because we – you know, you hear things here and there. There's some good coaches out there that are interested in this job, and it is a good job. And I'm really curious to see who they who they end up hiring to to come in. Looking ahead to next year, Consal's got great skill talent. I mean, think about Will Hargett at quarterback. You bring back Trey Taylor and Keyshawn Thomas at running back. They've got Peyton Bjork at wide receiver. You know, they lose Wesley Watson. That's a big loss. Uh, he was the offensive MVP for that district this year. Uh, shout out to Wesley. I mean, I talk. You talk about best moment. Maybe one of the worst moments was having to see him get hurt and miss the rest of the season because no. he was such a great playmaker and Consol had such a great team. And uh, you know, they get in a shootout with a team like Fulshear, weren't able to to keep pace with them. And uh, so really felt for Wesley, great kid. Uh, he's going to sign with Kansas State tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see what happens with the Tigers. And, you know, it's, it's really early, and I know this season just ended. But already looking ahead, whoever comes in, they're going to have to do a really good job building up both sides of the line. That offensive line had a lot of seniors. That defensive line was straight seniors and that defensive line that Consol had was really stinking good uh and so that that's going to be a question that we that we look at but uh I, I'm really curious to see what Consol does because there's a lot of potential there with the Tigers Jake well this is kind of a cop-out answer but uh I don't know I'm just excited to see what everyone does uh <laughs> But no, I've got that is true though. But there are three teams that I kind of had circled, and I'm glad you hit all those points on uh, Consol because that was when my pen uh, ran out of ink there when I was trying <laughs> to write that down. So, uh, but no, my three are uh, for me. First one that I first team that I thought of actually was uh, Brazos Christian. Uh, you know, they made the Final Four this year. Real impressive run for them and uh, first year head coach Corey Washington. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I know they lose a couple guys. You lose Ryan Burton. He was a big playmaker. Tyler Prince. Uh, but, you know, besides those two, really, that was a young team. So I'm kind of curious to see kind of where they go. Bring their quarterback back. Yeah, they bring Jackson Caffey back. You know, it's just real interesting to me to see kind of where they go after they lose those two guys. But, hey, coming off the Final Four. Another one for me was Brian. I know Malcolm Gooden is gone. You lose kind of a lot of seniors on Brian's team this year. But, uh, you know, they did a lot of good things under Ricky Tullis in his first year. You know, they got back to the playoffs. 
kind of got that Viking mojo back, you know. Uh, and then, like I said, Consolo was my third one. But truthfully, like I said, I'm just excited to see what everyone does. This is my first year, so everything was kind of new to me and exciting. So just interested to see where we go from here. Travis, you, you get to cover a little bit of high school football here and there. Were, were there. Was there anything that stuck out to you about this season in particular? Um, yeah, you know, I, if, if you were going to – see the team that I was going to put my uh, eyes on next week at, next year it actually would be Brian I think that um, to see how second a lot of times second year coach comes in especially at the high school level you can kind of get that system a little bit more in place and um, to see what uh, they have going over there with the Vikings I think that's going to be one that I'm uh, certainly going to look look at as well. Hey, maybe one of the best moments too was seeing what Madisonville did, okay? Mm. They yeah. they had a they had a real Maybe maybe one of the most impressive wins of the whole season. The way that they shut down Belleville in that second round game, that was phenomenal. And they they've got some guys coming back. Lorenzo Johnson's coming back. Uh, they've got they've got a great sophomore class. And so I think the Mustangs are definitely. If you talk about the area, Madisonville is a team to watch going into next year probably. And, and I'm going to pull a, a soccer term in here and just say that they were unlucky in that uh, the playoff game that they lost because it was that stormy, stormy weekend. Yeah. There was a lightning delay. They had to completely change their game plan right before it to, 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 because it was really just wet. absolutely downpouring during the game. And, and the two touchdowns that basically sunk them were the most perfectly thrown balls I've ever seen at the high school level. Uh, completely covered. They just dropped it right on a dime. Uh, it was a good effort uh, by Madisonville in that game. Well, you know, the team – that I have my on my eye on heading into next season actually is these two guys. It's the Eagle High School sports team to see what they're going to come back and do for another season of high school football in the Brazos Valley. Uh, what, what can what can podcast listeners expect here in the next little, little bit? Yeah, uh, we're going to be taking a little break because the season has been long and great and fun, but. As, as everyone needs, we, we need some rest, and that'll be good. But, you know, once once the school year starts back up in January, we're going to be hitting the ground running on our basketball coverage and then into soccer season and e- even into baseball and softball. And so, yeah, uh, we're going we're gonna to hopefully continue to do our, our, our Brazos Sports Preps cast throughout the spring with some football content mixed in with some other sports because – as great as high school football is in the Brazos Valley, there's a lot of other great teams and different sports here locally and around the area, and we want to be able to highlight them too. And so, you know, we're, we're going to be picking our all Brazos Valley volleyball team here soon, uh, probably either this afternoon or tomorrow, and then uh, we're going to be getting our uh, all Brazos Valley football team together as soon as we can. And so, you know, maybe we'll come back on in a couple weeks and break down the all BV football team because I know that's something that's highly anticipated every year. And then, you know, maybe we'll come back on and talk about what Gonzalez going to do once they hire a coach and some other things here and there. So uh, be on the lookout for that. You know, uh, we enjoy getting to cover high school football here locally. We got a great, we got a great scene. And so we, we, we love doing this podcast every week. It's a blast. It's fun getting coaches and other media personalities and even some players on the show. So Thanks for tuning in. I mean, we do this for you guys. So, uh, you know, if, if you have anything you want us to talk about or 
or have any comments or suggestions, please feel free to email us at robert.cessna at theeagle.com. So. <laughs> it's, it's a great podcast. It's a must-listen-to podcast if you're a high school sports fan here in the Brazos Valley. The Eagle rolls on with basketball coverage, rolling into soccer, like you said, and then we'll hit baseball and softball. So be sure to check theeagle.com, pick up a subscription of The Eagle uh, to, to read about that as we go on and, and keep an eye out for the next edition of the Brazos Sports Prepcast. For Jake Weiss and Alex Miller, I'm Travis Brown, and we'll talk to you again soon.